You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Cotton on the roadside, cotton in the ditch. We all picked the cotton, but we never got rich. Daddy was a veteran, a Southern Democrat. They ought to get a rich man to vote like that. Sing it. Song, song of the South. Sweet potato pie, and I shut my mouth. Gone, the wind. Morning. Montgomery County. How's everyone doing this morning? I'm doing good. How you doing, Dick? I, uh... Yeah, I'm doing good. I went last night to see a, a band showcase. Okay. Ran into one of my, uh, Cindy Cochran, if you want to know Cindy Cochran, is her daughter sings for this band, so that was a real nice surprise. Small world, I like that. And I'm convinced that no matter what I say, no matter what I do, I'm going to get in trouble when it comes to a wedding. <laughs> if I ever, like, I'm convinced. Well, Dick, we can talk about that. You know, being married four times myself, I think I'm sort of like an expert on the topic of maybe what doesn't work. So uh, yeah, I, I'm convinced. Uncle Skivvy will take care of you in this. And, we'll, uh, we'll, let's talk about this in a little bit. I like that. Uh, uh, yeah, how, so, how to start off a Wednesday morning. So good morning, everybody. <laughs> I want to say a special thanks to our morning sponsors, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Uh, CleanSweepOfficeCleaning.com. Conroe Coffee, delicious coffee. They make the coffee that Conroe loves to drink. That's no joke. Visit ConroeCoffee.com. So special thanks to those guys. This is a good morning. If you missed yesterday's with Stephen David, I did post our YouTube video and I post our podcast, all that kind of stuff. So you missed that show. Boom, 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 boom. It's up. So you don't quit now. We got a really good show today <laughs> till 11, p- 11 a.m. But uh, And we do have a special guest today. We have Heather Orr coming in. She's going to be here around 9, uh, 1030, I'm sorry. And we're going to talk about choirs and student, like the choir students and all that kind of stuff with Montgomery Choir. How do you, pronounce, uh, how do you spell... Uh, her name. O R R. Okay, so she's not related to Bruce and Nellie Orr. Though. Is that is that like a Spanish R? Like the rolling R's like R. But let's let's try that. Let's assume it. And I'll oh, be the, oh, I'll yeah. be the French R. That's gonna be great. But good morning, everybody. It is a beautiful morning. I told you it's gonna be beautiful all week. You did here. not lie. Uh so I'm I'm trying my best to get it all right. Right now it's thirty nine degrees. Chance of rain all the way zero. Boom. Look at that. But we do have a chance of rain on Saturday. Eighty six percent chance. So I said the week. I didn't say the weekend. Hmm. You, you covered, covered yourself my butt. nicely on this one. Covered well, well played, Dick. Well played. Uh, so this little people know that. But uh, yeah, so yesterday uh, the band was really interesting. They called the Royal Dukes. And they do a thing where you have like a la carte. And they had total, I think, like 15 people in the band. But I think what the way they work and operate is they choose, you get to choose what they want. If that makes sense. So I could go like the full 15-piece orchestra if I wanted a six-piece jazz combo or a string quartet or, you know, nine-piece. You know, they, they adapt accordingly. Hmm? That's pretty cool. I like that idea. Yeah, so like I told her, I told Holly, I was like, I really like the sax. And the, the, the what? The saxophone. Sax. I thought I, like I heard. Sax. Th- yeah, I heard something uh, different I thought there. you did too. But uh, <laughs> no, I really like the saxophone. But then again, like I don't really know anything about m- musical pieces. And I'm like, can someone just play the sax and that's it? And I'm like, yeah, that could go for like a couple of songs at a wedding. But then again, what kind of music goes with it, like song-wise? And I'm like— Well, I can also guarantee you sax is a reed instrument, so the lips and tongue get really, you know, worn out quick. So there aren't a lot of—you know, that's why they have a sax solo, and then that's pretty much it. Well, I knew we were in good hands when I saw Samantha 
who is Cindy Cochran's daughter. She right. is one of, like she's probably one of the better lounge singers I've seen that has been a surprise. Mainly because I didn't expect because most of the time you go to see this kind of stuff, you don't really expect it, but she can belt it. She can carry and one thing I love that she does, and this is this is a conspiracy theory against the Royal Dukes folks. There were when, when they started playing, they started uh, this place was packed in Houston, is in the Rice uh, Rice Village. And all of a sudden all these women went up to the stage and started dancing. And I look over to Holly and I'm like do you think those are the wives and they come here to pump up the crowd to get people excited? Because they were – the band, the the show was definitely a showcase. Like they were showing you how loud they could get, how mm-hmm. much fun they could be. And Samantha, like she would point to people and like, you know, do a little move and a little j- and jig and jive. You guys at home need to see this. And it's uh, it was a lot of fun. So I was – and uh, I saw all these women dancing. I was like, there's no way. It's Tuesday night. Girls dancing in front of all – no. They have to be wives or girlfriends or wags. That's how Holly put it. Wags. Okay, and could very well be, but I think you'll find that it was a, a combo. Every band, I, 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 even my old bands, we would have groupies. And these are ones that, you know. Do you think they like being called groupies? Or is that because every time I think of groupies, I think of like a slut or something like that. There's got to be a better. I'm sure there is, but hangers on is kind of, you know, too harsh. We would, they're fans. How about that? They're fans. Uh, yeah, groupies, uh, deadheads. Here's the thing uh, to call someone a groupie, I don't think there's a groupie out there who would say, I'm offended by your term of calling me a groupie because I'm not a groupie. I, I just don't see that. It, it's not an offensive name. Uh, to Groupie, I don't think is offensive. It, it's funny how some things can be made offensive just by the tone. But I, I don't think groupie's one of those. And I had them, by golly. In fact, you well, promised I mean, me groupies on this, well, on this you, gig. Well, you might not think it's offensive, but I meant like the general public when someone says, oh, she's a groupie. That's what I'm well, saying. I, I've known enough groupies, and I'm a groupie myself on some bands that – I don't think they would You're think to be win. offended. You're not going to win this. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll arm wrestle you over this one. I don't think they'd be offended by it. You don't think so? No, I, I, I really don't. Interesting. Interesting. But, uh, yeah, they were a good band, and uh, I think we booked them. You I booked think, them? I think we booked them. And I think awesome. Well, what, now, what size? Because you said they go from, like, 15 to I, I think what Holly wanted to do is she wanted to have a five-piece plus another vocalist. That way we can – because they're playing for a long time, and because I like to play. Yeah, and, you're party uh, boy. Party boy did. Uh, so they're going to be playing. So we had another vocalist. And then I wanted to see how much that extra saxophone would cost. Because just because you, you can add that, that to sax- this. That is mean, the sexiest instrument going. I'm telling you, just the, when the saxophone wails. Well, then I got in trouble, though. I got, I say, I'm telling you, I get in trouble. And I asked her, I go, seriously, what? You're asking me all of these questions. But we're talking, I'm answering as if I'm going to be there watching them. But I guarantee you. Since we're going to be married, like be married, we're oh, not, you will be the center of my universe. Yeah, like I'm not. We're not. We're not going to be doing that, are we? Are we allowed to go enjoy ourselves? Like, are we supposed to talk to everyone? You have to do all the yeah. political stuff. Uh-huh. So I don't know. I was like, so don't ask me these questions because I'll probably want to go listen to it and not do <laughs> hey, what honey, you want me to do. Y- you cut the cake, honey. I'm going to go watch the I'm saxophone. Go, this is good. This is good stuff. Wait, uh, hold on. Let's have our first dance after the the sax solo. <laughs> well, I remember in our preliminary talks of it, I was like, why don't we just get Jake Ward? From uh, San Antonio, yeah. the Corpus. I was like, it'd be perfect. And she's like, this isn't a concert, Richard. And I was like, oh, that's right. It could I pro- be. I mean, I would probably make it a concert. I would turn it into a benefit I, concert. Did I tell you, I saw him uh, uh, well, two weekends ago. Yeah, you drove down to San Antonio. And it was real good. I mean, it was real good. He had a, uh, he had several new songs. and But my favorite part, I don't know if I told you it's on the air. So it's going to be a funny story. He opened for Hudson Moore. Hudson Moore is a guy from UT. And he's I call him the teeny bopper country. And it was funny because I asked Jake, I was like, hey, is it worth sticking around for this guy? Because he opened for Hudson Moore. 
And he's like, yeah, he's like, he, he's he's polished, but, you know, just let you know the crowd's a little young. And I was like, what do you mean by that? And I get there. I kid you not, after Jake War goes off, a lot of, like, he had a good crowd there. It was replaced with, like, 15-year-olds, 16-year-olds. <laughs> and the only reason I know they're that age is because their mothers were there. <laughs> and I'm sitting there, and it's probably, and this joint isn't, like, a bar. It's more one of those, uh, I'm trying to think how to figure out how to place it's one of those places like a burger joint but at night it becomes it's called like sam's burgers or something like that same sam's joint and san antonio but like they convert it into a venue at night okay and uh yeah it was it was hilarious because i go i'm sitting there and i'm talking to the band uh, guys from jake ward and they're they're been traveling a lot and you can tell when someone uh wears a t-shirt that says uh, adderall and uh coffee that's what that's what his uh, t-shirt said. You know, he's been rolling hard. But uh, but I look over to my right and I see about 15, 12, 15 year olds. And then behind them, it's all the mothers with the arms crossed just sitting there like this is this is what they wanted to do on Saturday night. This is what they wanted to do. It was pretty funny. funny. That, I, I was kind of surprised. I was like, I guess Holly was like, do you ever see us being parents like that? Like, I really like this band Backstreet Boys or whatever, you know, And but they're playing in a small venue, not like the Toyota Center. Would you ever want to, I guess Saturday night, I guess I'd be okay with it unless, as long as we left like at 11. Because it was one of those venues that had to close early. I think they closed at 11, actually. So, uh, but yeah, it was very entertaining. That's cool. Well, I'm glad you got the band booked. I'm, you know, I kind of threw some clues out there, some hints that, you know, I've got an 80s cover band, but apparently you didn't take the bait. So well, you know what? You I am going to give else. mad props to these guys because they do everything turnkey. And that's one thing that if you're trying to book something, that you don't want to mess with because um, like they provide the sound equipment. They provide the travel. Like, everything's inclusive in the price. Right. They don't try to gouge you. It's not something, oh, by the way, we had to replace this guy and we have to charge you an extra $300 because he's the premier singer. Because I was trying to figure out the way they make their money because the way the showcase worked, they would, sh- they would show different instruments. But then they had like six different singers. And I was like, they don't all come. So you have to pick one. Well, sometimes you want a chanteuse. Sometimes well, no, I, I understand that, but I I imagine myself as a singer. If I'm one of the better ones, I get paid more. But apparently, they all get paid the same, which is a, I mean, they found a happy medium because you would think like the one guy who isn't can, that beautifully communist. Yes, and uh, and I think actually I think that's why they do so well is they're so organized with what uh, offering what people want. They deliver it in the way that like a la carte. Like, oh, I want this guy who's saying. That crazy Aerosmith song. I want him. I want that singer. And then I want this lounge singer, Samantha. Mm-hmm. And that's how they get it. I mean, they, yeah, check them out. The Royal Dukes. The Royal Dukes. I will check them out. I like that. I like uh, finding new bands. But yeah, so uh, I know the audience probably really wants us to talk about uh, Alabama because that is our bumper song. But we got to take a quick break, listen to some sponsors and stuff like that. You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio here at IRLoneStar.com. We'll be right back with Skippy and Dick. That's us. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002 offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. 
clean sweep office cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936 Conroe C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at ConroeCoffee.com. Welcome back. Morning's Lone Star. Having fun here with Skippy and I. You can always join us every morning, 9 to 11 a.m. We podcast everything on YouTube, Google Play, and iTunes. And we're brought to you by Clean Soup Office Cleaning and Conroe Coffee. Conroe Coffee. Special thanks to those guys. I know we're going to talk about Alabama and that Roy, Roy, I keep wanting to say Roy Moore. Too bad. You know what? We'll talk about this later, but I felt bad for the guy who won because most of the articles that, like, the Associated Press. It's not it's, he won. It's more it, lost. It, it, no, yeah. It, it started with, in a mince of us, like, brought on by a scandal, he wins. That's what, like, that's, I think that's what the Associated Press article started with. And, yeah, it was pretty funny. But before we get into that, uh-huh. I have a question for the audience and for you. I've been having this discussion with Holly okay. off and on. And so when a man or a woman or a man and a man, woman, woman, whatever, proposes and gives an engagement ring, Mm -hmm. you give this person a ring to wear until the wedding. Now, why don't you give the other person something to wear till the wedding? Mainly because from my, this is my interpretation of the engagement ring to let people know she's engaged or he's engaged, right? Whoever Mm -hmm. he gave it to. So that person now has been marked. In like in society, so if I'm at a, at a restaurant, I see a cute guy or a cute girl, and I'm like, "Hey, what's your name?" And then they pull their their hand up and they have a ring on. I'm like, "Oh, okay, sorry, sorry." So what about the other person who doesn't get marked? What are, like are they just free? Is that like why not give them a ring? And so I asked, the, I want to ask the audience if they want to if they want to chime in nine three six six four seven three seven seven six, and if you leave a message, we'll play it over the air. And if it's, if it's clean, if it's appropriate. <laughs> and we also have Facebook, MW Lone Star. But like, like last night, we're sitting there and the showcase of this band, really cool. And we were it was so packed, we had to share a table with a bunch of other couples, which is, you know, girls will be girls. And, you know, they're all chatting, whatever. And I noticed. One of the bathroom and pairs. They, they both have rings on. The couple in front of us. The man and the woman. The okay. man and the woman. Okay. And I'm like, whoa, they did it. I think they understand. And so I was like trying to ask Holly about it. <laughs> I was like, why can't I wear a ring? Like I want to wear a ring because we're already getting engaged. Like why, what's going on? And uh, so what, what What would you, what do you think, Sean? Well, uh, I know a bit about the history. Now, bearing in mind that my, my first ex-wife, she proposed to me and uh, she proposed with a ring, which was actually my wedding ring. It was Halloween. She asked me to carve out this pumpkin and I really hated doing that. So I was like, okay, fine. And I lifted the lid off. She's like, well, I already took the lid off, cut the lid, so you just got to scoop out the guts. I opened it up, and inside was the little candle burning with my wedding ring, and it said, marry me. And uh, 
So I, I happily wore that. So I didn't feel marked, but I get exactly. Well, I don't mean I don't about. mean marked. I meant more of like if. Oh, if I get you. You yourself don't have to feel marked, but I meant society. If we're anywhere, you see that ring on. That mean that generally means they're taken, or right now that's what it's become. Women have uh, traditionally women. You know, we are talking. Uh, you know, traditional hetero man woman engagement marriage and stuff where the man proposes to the woman. Uh, that originated with. Uh, the man, that, that's why it's supposed to be so so expensive. No, I don't think it's as expensive as it is nowadays. It show, a, it shows his commitment. But B, in the old days, it was the insurance policy that if he died or changed his mind, she was off the market for so long that, you know, take her forever to get back on. And this is back when women couldn't own their own bank accounts and stuff. So this would be actually be a financial. She could sell it and have the money to make up for it, which is why the, the etiquette today is supposed to be if, you're engaged and the man breaks it off. She keeps the ring. But if the woman breaks it off, she's supposed to give it back. That That's why. But it's become the, the as you said, the, the bar barrier. You know, a woman at the bar wanting a drink, keeping the guys away. She just flashes, you know, just runs her left hand through her hair or tickles her, you know. Yeah, like you give a hint it, yeah. or you just say get it off punk. Or she cheats on you. Either or. Right. Something happens. But, but Dick, you warm my heart that a lot of guys be thinking, yeah, I can go cat around. And you're like, no, I don't want to. I, I want the world well, to I, know. I, okay, I wasn't saying guys always do that. But I meant like what society's telling me mm -hmm. is that's what's allowed because I'm not marked yet. Well, I'd love to hear some stories from listeners about this. They said their thoughts, like I said, I know a bit of the history. But hey, everybody, you know, I could have been making you that You know up. those movies, like even in the, the cheesy chick flicks, like, oh, they don't have a ring on it. So that doesn't mean it's for real yet. You know that? You know what I'm talking <laughs> it's about? It's not for realsies. It's not for realsies yet. So you're not a home wrecker yet. And uh, man, wouldn't that be a great title to a movie? The home, home wrecker. wrecker? <laughs> yet. Yeah, right. The home wrecker yet. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I was just curious because, I mean, like, it, it was, I'm, I'm, I'm entering a world where I don't know anything about this kind of stuff. And one of my, uh, good friends, Cody Spence, who uh, operates All Star Catering, which is a great catering service in this area, by the way. Mm -hmm. And uh, he operates a lot of weddings. So, like, it's literally like a second language to that guy. He knows the ins and outs, like what's what's normal, what isn't. Because, and this is something I kind of got on Holly about, and I'm worried about it, is you get so wrapped up in this world, but you're only visiting. <laughs> Right. You're not like, I go, you're no, you're absorbing all this information. It's like learning a new language. You're learning a new tr trade, but then you're never going to use this trade again. Unless you're me and you use it and three it, more yeah, times. Yeah, three or four more times. Well, hopefully Holly's not going to be like that, but, <laughs> or me. Well, I'm not learning the trade, so I don't have to worry about it. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but no, like, and I was just like, cause she knew all about it and I knew a little bit about bands and like what they charge. And like I said, the role of dudes, they, they charge a fair rate. For what they're serve, what they're offering. You told me off the air, and I was very impressed. Yeah, and I think everyone needs to check them out if they're looking for a band because they travel, uh, and I think they're based out of Dallas. But I, that's where I was kind of like, this is too good to be true. Something's going on. But uh, well, I think it's that's why they, they have so many singers yeah, and band no, members because they know on any given weekend, all of them will probably be yeah. working. So it, it yeah. all kind of works out. And it, I mean, I think if uh, if you find that niche, that's the perfect way to do it, right? Right. But, uh, but I thought that was really funny. And <laughs> let's go on to the Alabama thing. So Roy Moore Roy lost. Moore loses to Doug Jones, the Democratic challenger, in a traditionally – there hasn't been a, a Democratic uh, – For like 25 years or something yeah, like that. Yeah, since, since the 90s, I believe. Do they vote every two years? Because yeah. I was trying to understand what a special election was. Mm -hmm. 
Because this was a special election. Right. Robert Sessions was... Was the seat, and then he, he became, became... attorney general. And then so they had to fill it in. And so basically, from what I understand, the Alabama folks mm-hmm. are going to be voting again in November. Yeah, I believe so, yes. This, this did not make up for the November election. So who's running in November? Well, I don't think Moore is now. I, I, he's... Now, this is... You know, he, of course, is contesting the results right now. And I know Facebook's blowing up. Oh, you can't let it go. Both sides would do that. You know, as I said yesterday, the, the, well, the I was winning reading, side. I, okay, okay, I have to admit something, Sean. Uh-huh. Yesterday when I started reading about this stuff, because I knew we wanted to talk about it. We want to talk about sunset rules and we want to talk about term limits. Right. And I, I realized I became a person who reads People magazine, but for politics. Because the articles and stuff I was like for like celebrities. I feel like the articles I was reading were very opinionated. And very, I, I couldn't tell. Like it, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't fact driven in a sense. Because I was reading about, you know, they the, the judges passed some law where they could destroy the the electronic votes, but not the paper votes after the election. And I'm like, well, that sounds kind of strange, but apparently that's normal. Mm-hmm. Like depending on what state you're in, like they kind of vote on it and they vote on it last minute sometimes. Like just depends on if they forgot to do it and. I, I don't know what's going on anymore because I feel like I'm I'm in a uh, in a world that I don't know the rules and I don't I don't know like the celebrities I don't know and I guess found myself kept reading about it and now I'm like man now I gotta go to Facebook and talk about it <laughs> I'm just kidding I don't I don't like doing that so this election um now I, I if I'm remembering the law correctly if there is like a 05 percent you can demand a recount if you're within a certain percentage and I think it's half a percent. Uh, but if it's more than uh, two, two to three percent, then you have you can always demand a recount, but you have to pay for it, and it's not cheap. So of course more, and I'm and I'm saying of course because it go the other way. If, if every election the the results are contested, uh, it's just all Al Gore took it all the way up to the Supreme Court, for instance. So it doesn't matter whose side you're on, the loser is going to to grouse and not concede until he's absolutely sure. And that's just that's just part of the game. So Moore did lose based primarily on allegations. Now, a lot of people are going on that there was a strong female African-American turnout that voted for Jones, who was the Democratic challenger. Unfortunately, and I'm I like that. I love it when when informed people vote. I don't care which party. I just I love that. But with those same numbers, it was like, you know, 80% of the black women who voted voted for Jones instead of Moore. However, the actual turnout was like less than 11%. Well, no, and another and a side thing, too, what's amazing to me about social media and all these things is that I have so many friends on, or, you know, on Facebook or on social media talking about the celebration or whatever. And I was like, man, you don't even live in Alabama. Like, you don't know anyone in Alabama. And I know this kind of affects us because it's part of the greater picture, but— like, what about the people of Alabama? What's going on over there? And especially with this being a special election, I, I, I'm i really curious to see what happens if they do have to vote again in November because it's just the exhaustion. Right. And we have the midterms coming up as well. And, and, and that's the thing is um, uh, you know, some people are going, oh, this is the presage. You know, this is the first up of a huge Democratic landslide over the midterms and, and others not because – Here's the thing with Doug Jones, and he's just going to have to live with this, and I think he's okay with it because, he, you know, he won the seat. Uh, yeah, everyone's going off, well, more lost because of the scandal, which is true. If the scandal had not come up, whether it's proven true 
or made up or whatever. I, I think somewhere in the middle is the truth. You think uh, we're ever going to find out? I, I think Moore is going to be ticked off enough that he lost his seat that he's going to demand a full, and you know, he's going to take it to court. And that's where everything so comes So best out. case scenario for him is he takes it to court and is it civil or is it? Uh, right now it would be civil. And so he just gets a bunch of money from these, Yeah, he can get money, these, he can get people. sanctions, public apology, vindication. Yeah, and, and but he'll, he won't get the seat. No, no, that's not like, uh, oh, they lied, so we're going to give him the seat. No, the, the, unfortunately, that's not how it works in any situation. Now, could you think of this roller coaster what-if situation where he does do that and somehow the court and everything gets settled before the next election? If it, And I think that's why he's going to push it quick because oh. of the regular election. If it comes out that this is made, made up or is not all that it was because— Everyone's going, oh, pedophile, pedophile. People, there are, there's the presumption of innocence and there's uh, innocent to proven guilty. These are two mainstays and this is what seems well, to be forgotten. Well, I mean, that's going to be the, that's the way we're riding for. Everyone, and it's being written on both sides and I understand that, but I'm, I'm trying to be like the voice of, hey, people, there is, uh, there's alleged. Well, that's, alleged. What's, that's what's scary about this mm -hmm. kind of thing is it does set the, pre is it president or pres precedent? Precedent. Precedent. Uh -huh. About what people can do to do, because. I, like I, like I'm saying, why do we care what's happening in Alabama? Because it shows the power of that. If it's if it's shown that only one of these women, because remember, this is when I say we, decades old. Are we old. that hungry for hope or change or anything like? Like if I'm a Democrat and I'm I live in Hawaii, I'm like, oh my god, Alabama is so important to me for the next. It is to them at that given moment. And like same thing with Republicans, like mm -hmm. you know, it's just so important. To me. I, I just that really bothers me though. I don't know why. I don't know how to put it into words. Where it is well, it's, it's it's a media frenzy, is what it is. It's truly really, this is a Senate seat. There are a hundred senators. Well, I mean, that's why I was very excited about having Stephen in yesterday mm -hmm. because if you listen to that interview, he did really well for what I was expecting. Mm -hmm. Because yeah, in he, my he mind, wasn't some I didn't know. Yeah, like I was, you know, he's a Democrat in Montgomery County trying to run it for anything. I'm like, man, they exist. And, <laughs> which is great. Which they sh I mean, it's not saying something negative, but that's just kind of Well, like no, traditionally Montgomery County is very incredibly red. And, um, you know, I enjoyed talking with him both on and yeah, off Yeah, he air. was good. Uh, I appreciated pretty much everything he said. I vehemently disagree on some of his stances, but he and I are going out for well, a beer ones? to talk. Uh, healthcare, uh, a, a big Well, that's one. such a big, like, that's not like a yes or no kind of answer. True, but I mean. That's the, really the, hard. The, that's one thing I wanted to ask him. I wish we could have him back because. He, he kind of like one thing I always think about becoming a business owner is the business side of life because mm -hmm. I try to explain it to Holly. It's like if you think about what I do now compared to what another, like my person my age who works another job, like I basically pay rent twice. Right. And I, I take care of another thing twice. And so I always I see that both sides of the coin if there are two sides to one thing because on the business side and on the personal side. And that's one thing I wish I could talk to him about because he talked more on the personal side. A lot of his standpoints are on the personal side for the citizen. But uh, unfortunately, in this world of government, there's there's the business side, how things were run, and then how that run, that running provides a living for these citizens. And if it's good or bad, we, I mean, that's kind of up to them to figure out, right? Yeah. And uh, But he knows that side because he runs – the efficiency program, basically. Right. He, he has a he, he has so he has a, some insight. Education. To it. He has experience, and like I enjoyed the heck out of talking with him. And he and I, you know, we agreed we were both beer drinkers as well as coffee drinkers. And we're going to sit down and talk and have civil discourse, and uh, take it from there. Well, we got to take a, a song break. Sorry, we got to keep it on time. Keep it on track. We're, we're working for it. <laughs> uh, we want to say a special thanks to those who sponsor this show. Clean Sweep Office Clean, take back your time and let us make your office shine. CleanSweepOfficeClean.com. 
Conroe Coffee. They make the coffee Conroe loves to drink. Visit ConroeCoffee.com. We got a couple tunes coming your way. If you have a song request, call in 936-647-3776. Or you can just Facebook message us, MW Lone Star. We're having a lot of fun today. We do have a special guest around 1030, so stick around. We'll be right back with more Mornings Lone Star. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002. Offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. We were so poor that we couldn't tell Cotton was short and the weeds were tall But Mr. Roosevelt are gonna save us all It's Mornings with Lone Stars with Dick and Skippy The two DJs in the universe that this morning are not playing Sweet Home Alabama as the bumper music It was funny, I was seeing everyone on Facebook, you know, was like uh, Sweet Home Alabama, and then of course you got your, I'll just Put it out there like you're kind of the the friend who's like the ultra vegan kind. Like that's an offensive song. You shouldn't be using that song. And so they'd be kind of devolving from there. People, people are going to you can't let win. Celebrate or you not, just can't win. Let people either celebrate or lick their wounds, which is what's happening today. And you know what? The Senate will move on just fine tomorrow. Uh, the market always corrects itself. You, you know, there. I don't think uh, the majority can't win. I don't think the majority was changed on this. It's a little Republican majority, so it's not like bills can't get passed. And as Dick, as you pointed out, if indeed there's a, an election coming up for it, you know, the story's just beginning. Uh, but this is interesting because this was a mandate, and I just want to kind of wrap up the the Moore-Jones uh, thing. Um, yeah, Moore very likely lost. Well, I'm sure he lost because of these allegations. Now, whether they're true or not or somewhere in the middle is irrelevant. That that's where they were. Jones won because of those allegations. There, there were turnouts as a result. But not only was there a, I guess, a larger Democratic turnout, but remember, this is such a, a new election that you have to, for, for primary, you have to like pre-register sometimes. You know, when you go in for primary, you say, what party? And so this was hastily cobbled together. You know, when you go in for a primary election to vote, you don't get to say, okay, I'm going to choose the Democratic candidate and the Republican. You have to pick a party and you can only select that that person. So... Not only was there a slightly larger than normal Democratic turnout, but more Republicans stayed home as a result. You know, it's the power of the vote goes both ways. My vote will will get you in or my lack of vote will keep you out. So it was a mandate on on more and the allegations. 
I know this sounds funky. I really hope those allegations are true because I'd hate to think that you can remove a sitting, you know, a senator and change a political outcome just on innuendo. So that's why I've always been big. And this, again, this goes on both sides, people, about there is presumption of innocence and due process, and no one is a pedophile or a, an assaulter or a Louis C.K. unless they confess to it or the, the, the crimes that they're accused of, or it's otherwise proven. And that's just yeah, they, being I, cool. I, I, I don't expect the United States, the, the general public, to become a balanced and fair kind of thing, especially with something that's after the fact. Uh, unfortunately for the news cycle, that's they want to put stuff in front of us that is current and uh, only relevant to what they want us to know. So I, I have some good news for you on okay, that. Okay, all right. A, a follow-up. Apparently, documents have been released on how massive the scale of the investigation is on the Las Vegas shooter that's still going on. Okay. Because I, I know you were you know, worried that that was going to fade away and they weren't going to even pursue it. Apparently, there's a huge investigation where law enforcement agencies are still involved, federal and local, and and subpoenaing documents and evidence and interviewing witnesses. And the, as a quote, the, the scale of this investigation has been uh, defined as massive. So good news for Dick there. I think they're, they're still digging. And I think when they find something, they're going to bring it up. Well, unfortunately, they had a subpoena. Well, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with how you're waiting for a subpoena because... Again, there are some things that people just think, oh, you had to be subpoenaed. Subpoena's not a bad thing. It just means you you, you got to show up on this date. It's it's an appointment that you can't break. It's like a court date is a subpoena, you know, for, for a speeding ticket. They issue a subpoena to say, you got to show up. So, you, you know, that's always, it's not as a bad thing. You could be completely innocent of the charges. Same thing with, you know, we've talked about this earlier. Taking the fifth does not mean you're guilty. You don't want to rat out yourself or your friends. It just means you just, you have the right not to talk about this particular topic. Now, of course, there's a presumption of, oh, they got something to hide. And that's for each individual to, to deal with. But I'm, I'm happy about the Las Vegas thing. I, when I came across that headline, I was very happy, and I thought you might be too. No, I am. I just It's just one of those things that I don't think anyone cares about anymore. And doesn't get, no one's going to put a lot of money into researching it. And Well, that's the thing. The, 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 the resources going into this investigation are, are pretty significant. So, I mean, it's going on. It's just not, it's not on the news. And think about it. What was in the news headlines two days ago that was everything? A, a, suicide, or a terrorist bombing in New York. That's how the day started. And Donald it Trump ended, drinks 12 Cokes a day. Yeah, it ended with Donald Trump, Trump drinks 12 Cokes a day or something. You know, people move on, and especially New Yorkers. My hat's off to them. These are the people that nothing's going nothing's gonna to stop New Yorkers. I think if we go to war, we just seal off all the other 49 states and let New York handle it. They will just kick tail. <laughs> Just say, hey, they said something bad about your your mother or your neighborhood, and they'll wipe that country off the face of the planet. Um, but yeah, so you know, the like I said, the bomber that that was two days ago. That was the news, and now anyone remember this guy's name, his nationality, anything? I knew he blew off his private part. There you go, and uh, he's Bangladeshi, but but uh, that's what I'm saying. We're, we're everyone knows Roy being, Moore. I remember he was here for seven years. Mm-hmm. I remember that. And Came I remember, over on a chain visa. And I remember his parents released a statement that was kind of odd. I remember that. Did you see that statement? No, I missed that one. Uh, basically. We don't even know this guy. Well, no, it was it was along the lines of, you know, good work, everybody, but the police is harassing people, asking questions about his son. Stop harassing people. 
well, ton of police stuff. Yeah, right? sorry, your son tries to blow up people. You're just gonna have to deal with that. But here's the thing: everybody knows Rory Moore's name, and you know what? They don't care. They don't care about Alabama. That's it what was, they asked. I was disappointed yeah. with a lot of these people. It's like if you really yeah, cared a lot, one. yeah. So people, I'm just asking like, in general. If, if I was Stephen. Right now, mm-hmm. I would try to placate to the social media of the United States and say, help me beat this guy. And you just get donations from all over the place. Are you allowed to get donations from anywhere? Yeah. Where, what's the rules yeah. on that? There are caps, obviously. I think it's $2,500, depending on the level of the race. Like individual can. So I can get John from mm-hmm. Wyoming to donate to my 8th mm-hmm. District Congressional. Right. But stuff like that will open you up to a potential ethics. You know, you have to submit everything to an ethics thing. So they can make you... Why is someone in Hawaii donating five dollars? Donating to Illinois, you know what possible benefit could they get? And and so the, you know there are checks and balances. But let me ask you, without looking, the guy that won, what's his name? Uh, in Alabama, mm-hmm. Doug Jones. There you go. How many people do you he think has two know first that? names? Yeah, right. So that's why I think Stephen has a good chance. Jones is the first name. Is it? I don't know. It could be. Yeah, I guess Jonesy. You, hey, Jonesy. <laughs> But what I'm saying is a lot of people, don't, they just wanted more to lose. They don't. Uh, well, that's like what I meant. Like if you work, if you work the system well enough and instead, instead of it being me versus you, it's them versus you. Mm-hmm. And like that, that's that's smart play if you're trying to go for the throat. And you know, well, my pro- question is, what's Jones's, uh, what's his experience? That what's is, his platform? I, and that's what I'm thinking. That's why this kind of thing fails in the end, because he's now joining the, the, the gears mm-hmm. of the system. And we have no idea what kind of gear he is. No one knows. That's no what one I'm knows. Of the so people he, who just had to, because Moore had to get out, he goes, he's a pedophile. And, of course, nothing's proven on anything. Throw the word alleged in there, and I'll track with you. No one knows. It's like with me, how I rant about the the, the high school or, or the college quarterback who passed for this and rushed for that. And what's his GPA? Well, that That's what matter. I want. We're talking about football. He's we're on talking, a, he's we're talking on about a different game. He's on a scholarship. That's yeah, but I mean. he's good enough to pass whatever their expectations it's more important, of. That's what I'm saying. It's more important for him to win the game than to be a college student, which is what he's what he is. But I don't think that's why he was asked to be there. He's not asked there to be a uh, collegiate student. He's he, asked there to play football. I, I get your point, but I'm talking about just what people focus on. You, you, you know, he is a college. Any other college student, that's their defining thing. What's your GPA? Well, I think that's also part of the the evolution of the NCAA football because in the in the future, in the past, it used to be about getting that scholarship to go to school and play football. Mm-hmm. And now with the money being involved, it's more about going to school to play football and then maybe go to maybe go to class. Because is it a requirement to graduate? No. You can get yanked out. You can be, get, get gone. I wonder what the stats NFL. are on that because I know you have to play college football for so many years. I think that's gone down. Remember, you got some teams now getting junior high kids, locking them in a contract. Just say, you keep playing, don't get injured. Play your year or two of college, and you're in the NFL. Yeah, um, but you, so my, yeah, you're absolutely right on that. But my point was, there are things that we should know that aren't. And about this Doug Jones guy, I'm sure he's a swell individual. But what's his platform? I mean, no one knows the people who wanted well, him to that, win. That's what I was saying. The people on social media going, "Yay, Alabama!" I was like, "Well, you don't even know what you're you're cheering for a loser losing, not mm-hmm. for a winner winning." Right, and that's. So today, the winners will be, and I predicted this, they'll be overly happy and the losers will lick their wounds. And then in a week or so, it will be gearing up for the next election. What are the odds of this guy? Because Jones has to run again next November, right? He could ride the wave. I mean, this this could be a, this could be a signal that there's going to be a Democratic surge in the midterms, or it could just be that people just, just you didn't want to... You have to have a scandal attached to your name. Mm-hmm. So there you go. There you go. 
You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio Mornings with Lone Star. We're going to take a quick station break. Stick around. We'll be back. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe, at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Cotton on the roadside, cotton in the ditch. We all picked the cotton, but we never got rich. Daddy was Mornings with Lone Star with Dick and Skippy. It's uh, welcome. It's Wednesday, right? Welcome back. Don't forget, in about 30 minutes, we're going to have Montgomery High School. I can't pronounce the word. Madrigal. Madrigal. Singers. Madrigal singers in the studio. They have a couple performances coming up on uh, Friday and then Saturday. So we're going to talk about that. And uh, that's exciting. It is. Uh, well, I wonder how many are going to show up. Uh, we may have a studio full house. studio full of singers here. <laughs> that they, would be... they can see how great I am. How about that? They can what? They can see how great I am. Right? Yeah, they all come to see how, how great Dick is. How great well, Dick do you, are. In, in your opinion, mm-hmm. uh, how controversial will this year's election in the Montgomery County be? Very. Oh, it's already started. It's already started? Yeah. What's the best place? Because you, you've been around for a long time and you you work in politics. Thank where, you. <laughs> where is the best place to go find information about Montgomery County politics? Ooh, good question. Because everyone's got a slant. You can't I mean, help the, but. With, like the top websites I can think of, like Woodlands Online. You have the monthly uh, community impact. You have. You want to go to Conroe a voter's News. guide. The reason why is because the voters' guide and yeah, but, all the information are from the candidates themselves. Yeah, but like the Conroe Courier, they choose they they play favorites. Oh, absolutely. And so the last they, two days, believe me, there have been a couple of articles that you know who they're supporting in the face of some funky stuff. Yeah. So like, who's the one that is? I guess Community Impact's one when I can think of that might have the info you just need to read. Right. And it's not going both ways. They're not saying choose this person. We're not endorsing this person. Right. From, from their perspective, I, I think you're right. The community impact. Um, however, every major publication will have, will put out a voter's guide. And what they do is they send out to every candidate. Send us what you the, want us to print. The same, no, the same questions. And you, the candidate can choose to not answer at all. Send their photo, uh, answer some, answer all, short answers, long answers. And that goes in the voter's guide unedited, you know, typos and all. So you get a sense of, okay, this candidate can't write for beans, but he's got a good platform here. This candidate didn't even bother to respond. 
And that I think is the fairest because there's no agenda. Now, of course, every candidate is going to make themselves sound the best, but it's like a job interview. You, you know, they are interviewing for a job. They're interviewing for your vote. So they're all going to put on their best foot forward. Yeah. And okay, Dick. So you've been in job interviews in your life, haven't you? Mm -hmm. Okay. Because I finally took me many years and many jobs to finally get this, this answer done. It's, you know, they ask, what are your, you know, what are your greatest strengths? Dick, what are your greatest strengths? I wake up every day. Right. Mine is something I usually say, my adaptability, my pleasant nature, and my dedication. You know, stuff like that. The, the stuff I hear all the time. Now, what's your greatest weakness? I wake up every day. <laughs> I, I hate that one. So I finally, last time I was like seriously job hunting, and this actually worked. I don't think it got me the job, but at least it, it cracked them up. I told them cheesecake. Or Rice Krispie Treats. It's my greatest weakness. Like homemade Rice Krispie Treats? Yeah. Or like the ones that are wrapped in packaging? Oh, well, homemade. Okay. I mean, the packaged ones do in a, in a, sure. in a pinch. Making but sure no. we all understood that. Oh, yeah. No, the homemade ones are, are like proof of God in, in Skippy's universe. But because they hear all the time, well, I work too hard. I put job before family. I'm, I'm too caring. You know, they hear that all the time. It's one of those BS questions that, so I just say, psh, psh, rich dessert, something yummy. That's my weakness. I can't turn them down. So what would we expect from these candidates then? Are they going to say cheesecake? I doubt it because I, I pretty much cornered that market. But each one will say, well, I'm committed. I, I want to put the, the interest of the county or the city or the, the nation. <laughs> exactly. And that's why, you know, in dealing with candidates, you know, they all, you know, they all put out push cards, the, those mailers. And, you know, they'll say, honest, dedicated. It's like, you know what? There's not a candidate on the planet who's going to say dishonest. So don't, don't even bother. You're using the same three words that everyone else is. If, uh... Well, why can't you say more honest than this guy? Well, there you go. and you, But you have to back that one up. And I'll, you know, that's a dangerous slope. I think people are getting sick of that. Well, I also think that today's, today's uh, climate is they're encouraging that. Some they're, people are. Well, no, I think you're, you, they're rewarding people by talking out. I mean, we clearly you mean like smack talking the other well, candidate. No, no, just like talking about bad about anybody. Like you're get, you get rewarded for it. You get your 15 minutes of fame. But it is 15 and minutes, and that's the I know, thing. But you don't want people that 15 eat that minutes, all the time. But you don't want that 15 minutes in before voting day, election day. Yeah, but if you're trying to win. Well, here's the thing. Uh, we talked I mean, about you, the Woodlands. Do you uh, think Woodlands that Jones guy from Alabama really thinks he won? Do you think he's that ignorant of the scenario of, like, I, I can't believe I beat him? Do you think, I mean, I do you think there's at least one little, little word in the back of his head going, like, actually, man, like, you won because this guy's an idiot. I will just say denial is always the first step of the grieving process. Whenever you suffer a loss of any kind, and it's just in our DNA, if, you know, I came to say, hey, Dick, Bob died, what's your first answer? No. It's, it's, it's in our DNA. Denial is the first thing. So demanding a recount or refusing to concede, that's, it's human nature, people. That's what I'm saying. It's not a, a sign of this guy being a, a, a poopy head. It's everyone would do it. If it went the other way, I guarantee you, Doug Jones would be doing the same thing. It's, it's. It's bipartisan. It's human nature to just say no. But we talk about the the calling out thing. I think that's been a rule book for a while, and I think people are getting sick of it. And we've talked about the Woodlands Township Director position where that happened, where the incumbent who was, I, when I say it's kind of a Hillary thing, she just knew she had it. And so railed on her opponent, who's a Democrat in Montgomery County in the Woodlands, and the challenger won and significantly in early voting. And that's because 
the early voting to me was the big big clue because these uh, the incumbent would put out these these videos on Facebook or these things just slamming her opponent. Well, people would be reading that and go, man, she's really off her rails. I'm going to vote for the opponent. So if she had not said anything, and I'm coming across this a lot lately, I call it the Macbeth syndrome. You know, Macbeth, uh, the mm-hmm. Shakespeare thing. He He's the good guy at the beginning. And these three witches say, you're going to get promoted three times till you're the king. Well, he gets promoted twice, and then he decides, well, I, I'm going to be the king. I got to kill the king so I can become the king. And so the age-old question is, if they hadn't told him that, would he have ever killed the king? And so that, that's one of those great debates. Same thing here is if she hadn't said anything bad about her opponent, she probably would have still been in there. But she rallied because people were like, man, you are off your rocker. You're off the rails. You're, you're mean. You're the, you know, whatever their personal views were. Well, I think it's like almost like an addiction for some folks who have to say this stuff and go to the go to the press and say these things, and it's like, mm-hmm. all right, damage is done. And a lot of it is a, a candidate maybe lashing out because they're feeling they have to defend themselves because there are you know candidates on all sides are under attack from someone. The oppose your your opponent, your opponents. If it's a if it's a um, primary and not well, even in a general, you could have multiple opponents. Uh, your special interest groups. Uh, you know, even if you're Republican, you know, there are two Tea Parties in Montgomery County, two separate ones, and they're not fans of each other. So, you know, you got to play K-1, but you took off the other. We're very rarely you're going to get both on your side because like, I like Coke and Pepsi. Well, then you can't make up your mind. So there, there's so they may lash out because the, of, you know, trying to, to defend themselves if they feel they're under attack. Maybe they're following the rule book. Maybe their campaign manager saying, yeah, you got to come out swinging on this one. Any number of reasons, which is why I'm a fan of, again, the voter's guide, because it's in their own words. When are they going to start releasing that stuff? Uh, it'll have, it's, I'm sure it's already starting to go out to the candidates from the, from the publications. And it's, like I said, they're standard questions. How do you feel on road bonds? How do you feel on property tax? How do you feel on homestead exemption? Uh, how do you feel on, you know, health care, any kind of stuff? Okay, yeah, so the Madrigal Singers are, that, that is them that we saw getting off the bus because they're kind of peeking in the window from time to time with wide-eyed, oh my gosh, there's a studio in there. We're going to be famous on the radio. So people, you got to listen to these Madrigal Singers coming in because they're, they're, they're going to be working hard for this. It's going to be a good time. All 30 we're, of them in the studio. We're, we're, that's if it happens. So uh, stick around for that. That's going to happen at 1030. Right now we got to take a music break. So we'll be right back after a couple songs. So stick around, folks. You're listening to Mornings with Lone Star. And then a Sing it. Song, song of the South. Sweet potato pie. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002 offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner 
along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936 Conroe C or 936 266 7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at ConroeCoffee.com. Welcome back. Morning's a Lone Star here at IRLoneStar.com, 1013. Hang out in the studio. Skippy and I, we are anticipating a full <laughs> blitzkrieg in the studio. This we're, is going to be awesome. We're going to have Heather Orr, who's the head of the Montgomery High School Madrigal Singers and Choir Department. They're presenting the 11th Annual Madrigal... you very close. Mad... 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 Riggle mad Riggle. There you go. Dinner Madrigal. and concert happening this weekend. And they're going to come in and sing a song. I'm not kidding you folks. There's about 28 of them. <laughs> and they're going to be in the studio. We're going we're gonna to sardine this place for a good half hour. And we're going to talk gonna to them. Clean sweep off so, cleaning to Febreze the place yeah, out. Yeah, shoot. Well, this isn't the FAA organization coming in. All right. <laughs> uh, or FFA. Sorry. FFA, yeah. But, got, no, I'm really excited that. about this. It's going to be a first for Lone Star. So if you are not tuning in, please stay tuned till about 1030. We're going to have like 30 people, we're 35 about to people. 30 in the students seat. radio stars yeah, for life. It's going to be interesting. So uh, before that, now I'm distracted. Now I just want to talk about that. But, uh, <laughs> hey, I got some, uh, found a really good headline and a story because we're always talking politics or assaults or Vegas shootings or whatever. But this is something really cool. Uh, so there's this six-year-old boy, only known as Ryan, who makes, who's got a YouTube channel okay. where he reviews toys. Do you have an idea of how much he makes a year off of this? I mean, I know it's probably more than a million because YouTube does have that potential. $11 million. Ryan makes, six-year-old I mean, Ryan. It makes sense because he's got the audience and his audience is a young group and they're doing toys. So I imagine every advertiser at the toy company is like pushing Ryan for it. I imagine. Mm -hmm. oh, oh, yeah, that's the thing. Once that gets started, it's, you know, he's, he's said, that's awesome. That is, that is... My friends, the American dream. This is one of the countries where this can happen, where a six-year-old can actually become a business entrepreneur, multimillionaire. And I just, I love that story. I was just so tickled because, believe it or not, you know, when I'm scrolling through headlines, I'm saying, okay, this guy's up on on charges or this happened. You know, it, it can get kind of monotonous and, like, bumming. And so to get a great story like that rocks. Well played, well, young I, Ryan. I think it's pretty interesting that a lot of people don't know what YouTube has the potential to do. Mm -hmm. And that's because we, we talked about that uh, not too long ago about the problems YouTube's facing with the advertisers and, you know, people are not paying their creators. But clearly Ryan is probably the shining star of YouTube because he doesn't develop content that's controversy. Mm -hmm. And then advertisers do like his content. And clearly there's someone's watching the videos and they're appropriate. That's an excellent so. point, Dick. We were just talking about that, that, you know, maybe I'm not saying the tide is turning or the pendulum is swinging back or something, but sometimes people just get tired of to keep a fight going or to keep anger going actually is very exhausting. Well, I can't imagine buying a toy today for a kid because I know when the toys I liked, there was a period where I was just kind of like uh, ADD, like any toy would do. I want mm. this one, I want that toy. But then I started getting really deep into like Legos specifically and i just loved lego so i didn't care 
which ones I got. Are you the guy that's going to build the life-size X-Wing fighter out of Legos? I mean, I can do it. I mean, I've I've done pretty big stuff before. There was – it got so bad, just to let people know, that you know those – uh, not not baby pools, but the bigger ones that are made out of not the hard plastic, but the uh, mm-hmm. but they still had the hard sides. Yeah, yeah, they're not so, inflatable, but yeah, yeah. So I I, I, I had to use those and play with my Legos inside that. So that was that was the uh, compromise my mom had. She's like, you had to play with your Legos inside this thing because I would just they'd be everywhere, and uh, she got tired of it. So with me, it was you know what I think to this day. The most awesome toy I ever got for Christmas, and I still want to get Whirly Birds. What the heck? Okay, so it was this uh, a little helicopter on a on a fulcrum arm that you can control with a little wired remote. Oh, I see it. And yeah. it would just spin round and round, and but you could get like the Arctic rescue set where you know you would hook it. I'd spend hours on this thing. It was it was awesome. Now I think they finally someone like got a boo boo on their finger because I mean these were you know the rotors would spin and that would provide the lift. I'm sure some little oh, kids, hey John, where do you? Oh my yeah, my finger. I got a owie on my pinky. So they changed it to where the rotor was like a, a block and just spun very recently. But I mean, the original Whirly Birds, those and G.I. Joes, you know, back in the day when yeah. G.I. Joes were, were manly men. Uh, and I actually had the $6 million man one where you'd look to the back of his head, you'd see the red eye. Uh, it, it was really cool. It's, uh, now, do you think they changed the size of him because too many people were playing with Barbies and G.I. Joes? No, actually, I think it's quite the opposite because that— Was it cheaper to get, make? Yeah, it was cheaper to make because you got the cross-pollination. You, you know, hey, if I'm going to have a, a Hugh Hefner scene with all my G.I. Joe's and my, my Barbies, I got to buy many of both. So, you know, they, they would have wanted that. No, it was purely—this uh, was happened during the oil crisis of the 70s. Petroleum, you know, plastic is based on petroleum. Petroleum got so expensive and, and hard to get that, you know, you can make— 50 of the new G.I. Joes, the little dinky ones, for the for the size of one of the original ones. But, yeah, I miss, I miss those those games. Uh, yeah, this year, you know, I'm, I'm Christmas shopping for not only my daughter, but, you know, my grandkids. And I've actually gone kind of old school with the grandkids. Uh, what they got last year, there's this website where you choose a book, and they have, like, hundreds of books to choose from, but your, your kid or your grandkid, their name... And picture goes in the book. So it's Isabella's big Christmas adventure. And it's a story time where, you know, they it's personalized for, for that kid. And I, I got my grandkids, each of each one of those last year, and they both love them. So when I babysat them a couple of weeks ago, Pops, Pops, I got the book. Let's read the book every night. And so they got that again. That makes me feel good. And there's nothing wrong with getting video games or, you know, they also got Bluetooth headphones from me. And I know they're not listening. So <laughs> no spoilers here. But, yeah, it's fun. And, you know, you'll have nephews and nieces, but maybe one day there will be little dicks running around, the pitter-patter of little dick feet. And um, Well, I mean, I, I know, especially like my mind, when I had nieces and nephews, I've, I've, I'm going to have 14 now soon. And I, I realized between the age of zero and, like, four, they don't care. Like, I could have got them an uh, ice cream bar just as good. Yeah. And then, so I started doing that, you know, give them a sweet, a little sweet, not like, you know, a pizza. But, uh but I always uh, did something like that, and then when they started getting older, you can kind of notice what they're really into, and then I started kind of going into, like, what can I help advance this interest? So, like, one of my uh, nephews really liked Star Wars. So what I did for uh, him, I got him a Star Wars, uh, the Star Wars comics, mm-hmm. and I was like, I know you like watching the movie. Now you can read them and, you know, read more about Star Wars, and the idea is 
eventually when he hits 13, 14, you give him one of the books, the actual literary books. Right. And so it's like, so if you're really interested, you can go deeper into it because that's how I got interested in it. And that's why, uh, you know, w- when you try to spark that interest to go deeper into a world, and that's one thing I loved about Star Wars because they offered that because you don't just go watch three movies and then you're done. Like you can watch these movies and you're wondering what's going to happen to Luke. Well, what's in between? Yeah, yeah. And so like if you have those questions, here's a comic. And then, you know, because comics are easier to read than books for you know six-year-old, seven-year-old. And uh, – but yeah, so that's what I started doing with them and uh, – and then I remember I'm trying to think. One of my nieces is a, a cowgirl, and so I got her a Western book that the, the Riders of the Purple Sage. Mm. That's the book I got her. Nice, because that has a strong female lead. That was in Zane it. Gray, wasn't it? Uh, I think so. Uh, but it's a strong female lead in it, and so I was like, you know, she. I figured you know, when she's 13, 14, she she appreciate that, and hopefully, if she reads books, <laughs> but. Uh, but that's the idea because I knew she likes writing. I knew she likes doing all that stuff. And, you know, having a dad like my brother, you got to be tough. So uh, he's old school. But uh, Old school got to be yeah. a man. But, yeah. Well, cool. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, there are some family members I'm I'm totally up the creek on. I, I, for my folks, I, I don't know what to get them. They're not. Every time in the past we've gotten electronic stuff, it just they become doorstops. You know, yeah. they got a Kindle and an iPad. And, oh, yeah. Like I know we got or my mother and Alexa. And she didn't use it. Well, my my mom. Well, she uses it sometimes. She uses it for like the most basic things, and I think it's just a learning curve. It is. Well, it's, it's funny because I set up my mom's Alexa, her Echo. Uh, since I have an Amazon account, I, I used my account. So the app on my phone, I see everything she's she's doing using for it, and it's doctor's appointments, grocery. Remind me of to buy. Remind me to buy green onions, and then the music. Like, so find the Elvis Presley pay- playlist, find the set Frank Sinatra playlist, find the Dolly Parton playlist. It's hilarious. That's all she's using it for. Now, uh, you know, the other day, Christine and I, Mrs. Skippy, she had to, we both had to get new phones at the AT&T store. And they had a special, like, you know, if you bought three accessories, you got a massive discount. So we got our own Echo. Now, you know that you can talk between Echoes. Like, my Echo will be able to talk to my mother's Echo. I'm trying to figure out how I can just totally gaslight my parents with this fact, you know, to to start messing with them, making them think their house is haunted or something. So if anyone has any, like, echo hacks on how to totally screw with somebody, let us know. Find us at uh, MW Lone Star on Facebook. Call us at 936-647-3776. Or, um, you know, call Dick on his personal cell phone. I already gave you the number on that earlier, just off the air, so. We gotta take a break here, folks. We gotta get ready for the starting uh, crunch here. <laughs> we're uh, we're gonna videotape this, right? Yeah, we're gonna videotape oh, this for YouTube. Wide angles. We have Heather with her high school Montgomery High School Madrigal Singers and Choir. I'm gonna be in the studio performing for you for the next thirty minutes. So stick around for that. We're gonna take a music break so we can line them all in and uh, you know stick around. We got a we got a great thing coming up. We do. We'll be right back. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. 
Clean sweep office cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936 Conroe C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at ConroeCoffee.com. Cotton on the roadside, cotton in the ditch. We all picked the cotton, but we never got rich. Daddy was a it's Mornings with Lone Star with Dick and Skippy, 1034, and there's been a slight change in the studio since you last heard from us. We went from the dynamic morning duo to, what, 18 dozen of you crammed into a <laughs> studio like a, a clown car. Uh, we have the, it's a first. <laughs> we have the Montgomery High School Magical Singers and Choir, uh, led by Heather Orr from Magnolia oh, High School. Oh, yeah, we, we were going to do different accents on you. Montgomery. Montgomery. High Montgomery, just say Magnolia. Yeah. What'd you yeah. say? Yeah, they're all, uh, just, That's the one thing you got wrong after Magical one and job. all these other things. Yeah. Jeez. Um, so Heather is here in charge, and so she's here to answer a question. So I'll start right off with uh, the proliferation of nuclear weapons in North Korea. Your thoughts? Yeah, what's going on with that? Yeah. Um. Uh, okay, we're know. gonna let's. <laughs> just I guess we're gonna talk. Uh, let's talk more, more stuff important instead. stuff. Christmas okay. for musicians. Well, I want to let the audience know what's going on. Is the uh, choir students will be performing on Friday, December fifteenth, and Saturday, December sixteenth. Someone has their phone going off. Who is that? Is that is that Miss Order? Miss Order. Oh, so we After, have we have thirty students in here who followed the rules, and the teacher. <laughs> Is the one that, that uh oh, uh oh, you guys can have fun uh, with nice, that. Right? Nice. Well, so uh, as I was rudely interrupted by the <laughs> cell phone in the studio, uh, 7 p.m. on Friday, December 15th and December 16th, you guys will be performing the and presenting the 11th annual Madrigal dinner and concert. Where is this going to be at? Um, at the high school. At the high school. It's at the high school. Okay. It's actually in the cafeteria. Okay. And um, we turn the cafeteria into a medieval Renaissance hall. Mm-hmm. Is it's it medieval like, or is it renaissance? There's like 500 years between them. <laughs> I, know, I know. Kind of a little bit. <laughs> is there jousting? Cool. Mm-hmm. Awesome. We do not have jousting. Is there any like blood sport? No. No. No blood. Okay. So it's blood. just singing. It's Well, it's singing and acting and dancing. Okay. That's, that's better. So it's a musical. Mm-hmm. Okay. We, we could add. Is there any vegetables being thrown? Actually, there might be. So there you go. I'm getting, <laughs> at least I got one right. I'm getting there. There you go. <laughs> That's, that's wonderful. And uh, so we have a bunch of the, we have basically, do we have everybody here? Or are, we, are some people sick today or what's there going There are a couple of people sick. Yeah. We've been, we've been touring actually throughout the community singing. And so um, we have a run out show that we do and we sing at private parties and stuff. So a couple of our, our people are sick, but they're getting better so that they're ready for the show. Do you do weddings? I mean, well, Dick's getting married. So oh, yeah, yeah. He, he's looking at bands and we're, we're just throwing that out there. We do. Awesome, mm-hmm. Dick. Yeah, we're not feeding 30 kids. <laughs> but uh, how much can they eat? They're teenagers. A lot. They probably eat more right. than the entire wedding party. Tell me about it. But Joining Heather, we have Tara and Grace, two of the students here. Hi, ladies. Hi. Uh, 
There <laughs> we go. Excited with the radio. No, one experience. thing I want to make sure the audience knows, Heather. Where can people find you guys? I know you have Montgomery Choir, uh, a website for Montgomery Choir. Yes, and actually, it's through the high school. Okay, so just visit Montgomery ISD or Montgomery, something. I mean, Montgomery High School. Yes, Montgomery stuff? ISD, mm-hmm. and then it goes to Montgomery High School. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. All right, so just look it up, folks, and especially about the performances. What's the price? Uh, the price is twenty four dollars, and okay. it includes dinner. And then um, we actually move the entire audience over to the auditorium, and we give a holiday concert. Wow. Then, That's cool. Mm-hmm, and right then can they purchase that. tickets online, or how do they purchase yes, tickets? actually, the link is online. It's on the Montgomery High School Choir page. Okay. And they can go there. Um, the concert, though, is free, and the concert will start at approximately 830. So if I don't want to eat dinner— you don't want to eat dinner. You, you can just show come up for the at eight thirty. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Easy peasy. You're right. And actually, yeah. it's there's about two hundred kids that will be part of the concert. So oh. this isn't everybody. I mean, no, this is just the magical. You're group. the A team. They're the they're the royal court, the king and queen and royal court. <laughs> Holy cow! I yeah. had no idea about that. Yeah. That that's significant. Is so it, is it? Uh, it is. It, it is. If Skippy says it's significant, it's significant. I guess. So I'm going to throw it over to, uh, let's go with Tara. So define what's madrigal. Dick can't even pronounce the darn word. Is it madrigal or madrigal? Madrigal. Madrigal. Mm-hmm. Yes. Madrigal. 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 Yeah. Okay, got it. You got it? I think I got Try it. Try it again one I more time. Madrigal. There you go. There you go. So what is that word? Um. So basically the madrigal group is like our select varsity group. So we have two, over 200 kids in choir, and then we all audition for Varsity Chorale, which is our varsity choir. And there's about, um, I'd say, 60 or 70 kids in that. And then you audition from there to be a part of Madrigals, which is where we go. And we tour through the community, and we sing for everyone. And we have performances and competitions. Um, we actually recently competed at the Renaissance Festival, where we won first place. So Awesome. And I'll throw the next question over to Grace. What de- Define Madrigal. What, what is Madrigal? So madrigal is actually um, a term that is used to describe a type of music. Um, There are madrigal pieces that were written back in the Renaissance time. And so when we go and we compete, we're actually singing madrigals, um, which is just another word for the type of song. So when we go and compete in the spring at our madrigal festival, the pieces that we are singing are, in fact, madrigals. Awesome. And what makes it a madrigal over, you know, compared to rap? It's a cappella. So, um, well, just say a cappella then for crying out loud. <laughs> give us these hard words that they can't pronounce and say a cappella. Yeah. Well, um, no, it's... that's what she just said. No. Yeah. <laughs> she defies me on the air. Oh, wow. Carry on, please. Um, but not only is it a cappella, it's actually written in the time period of the Renaissance, which is why when we do compete and stuff, we're actually dressed up in the costumes and, um, so that's kind of where we pulled the name for the group. Awesome. Now I'm jacking with you. I have a friend <laughs> in, a gr- in a group called E. Madrigali that did stuff at the Renaissance Festival. Mm-hmm. So I know these things. I'm just passing it <laughs> that's, on. That's to, really to those cool. Who don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty hot. So um, uh, talk to me about the red scarves here. So I got, I'm looking at like 30 red scarves. Is, there is that like, just a, com- a I think co- it's to coincidence? Keep the bulls away. I think it's a coincidence. <laughs> yes. are, are, is there a significant bull attack uh, in a madrigal environment here? No, this is just um, our informal type of uniform so that we can go out. There are things we caroled the other day at Bethlehem City, and we caroled also at Kroger. And so we wore this uniform just because it was too cold for us to be outside in our magical outfits. 
Gotcha. That's pretty hardcore. I mean, seriously, they got the gents have the red ties on. Mm -hmm. And you say this is your casual uniform. Yes, this is our casual. You guys in like suits and ties and stuff here. (laughs) So that's pretty good. Uh, So is Madrigal the new Glee? I mean, mean, is that... the the groups the well, clubs. Well, they've been a, they've been around a long time. Well, yeah, long, <laughs> a lot longer than Glee, I'm guessing. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. Um, I guess you could you could say something like that because it is acapella music. However, each time I've watched Glee, I thought, wow, they certainly put together music really quickly. Um, that's not the case here. I mean, the kids rehearse for a long long period of time in order to put on their performances. Cool. So, um, much like Glee, you know, they would like mix. They'd have. Can you have fusion madrigal like? Can you bring in ACDC or Elton John or mm-hmm. Chuck Mangione or yes. something? You can. Awesome. Yes. Mm-hmm. I would mm-hmm. so be about that. Yes. We um, we actually have one of our pieces, um, our closer for our program, which actually includes the song Africa in it. And Toto. so, yeah. That's, that's for my generation, Dick. It's before your time. <laughs> Cool. Uh, Heather, let's talk to you a bit about, you know, what got you into this? Did you just wake up one morning and say, I want to teach Madrigal? <laughs> no, no. No, I'm actually from Ohio. And We're sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> um, I'm from Ohio, and I moved down here, um, I guess, about 23 years ago to teach choir, high school choir, and um, started teaching in Aldine at Eisenhower High School, mm-hmm. and then uh, came here to Montgomery and started the program. So the Madrigals have been around for 17 years here. So would the program not exist before you came down? There was a choir department, but there was not a, a chamber choir. Now, do you guys have like smackdowns with other schools? Is this like pitch perfect or <laughs> bring it on or something? Actually, what's funny is that, yes, we do get together with other schools. Actually, we had a performance at the state capitol with three other schools last year. And I, I think it's more of a, an environment where we're all excited for each other because we're definitely doing something out of the norm. Do you guys try to like outdo each other on something? Do you have spies? Do you send spies into each other's camps? Yeah. To find out, oh, they're doing Judas Priest. We got to bring out the Metallica this year. Anything like that? Not exactly. No. Not that you're willing to go on the air about, right? I got, no, I, shh, I got it. I understand. Cool. So 17 years ago, that's when it started. And how's it, so compare then to now, I mean, is it, Tough making this a sell to kids going, well, this is a renaissance style of music. You know, um, at the beginning, it was a tough sell, but they have taken on a reputation that kids want to be part of this group. That's awesome because I, I know it's a sell. I, I direct Shakespeare. And so it's it's hard to, you know, people always freaked out about it. Oh, the words, the words. It's, <laughs> trust me, Romeo and Juliet is an after school special <laughs> about teen suicide. You know, I'm not, I'm not making light of it. But what I'm saying is that. You can put it in modern terms where people can understand. So that's awesome that you were able to get it going. Mm-hmm. I thought someone had a question in the back. She's just stretching. Hi. <laughs> well, we're going to be running out of time if we keep we talking about how, all these cool things you've done, Sean. I know, right? And so let's, uh, let's set up the studio real quick. And if you don't mind, Heather, talk more about the, uh, the, the choir, concert. the concert, while we set everything up. Okay. If you don't mind, go for it. Okay. So um, the choir itself um, has about 200 people in the program. And um, we're presenting our Madrigal Dinner. It's really quite exciting. This is our 11th annual Madrigal Dinner and Concert. And um, we actually were almost close to selling out both nights. So um, it's definitely become something very exciting in the community. And the kids put on an incredible show. We do do several other performances throughout the year. So something that will be coming up, we'll have Variety Night. 
And that's something super exciting for the kids to be a part of. And that's something more of a popular song nature. You're doing awesome. So, am I doing awesome? You're giving me dead air. Yeah. So, what's the what's your favorite? Has you been in a like a, a concert or something where it was like the perfect song or the most unusual song, or maybe you sang or? Do you know what? Every single time I have the opportunity to work with these kids, I, I think every every piece just comes alive. The kids are really so inspiring, and they're um, such hard workers. And they definitely, I would say, I have to say, they're the leaders of tomorrow. They are definitely great, great kids, and they represent us really well. And it's just a joy. Every piece that we get to do, it's a joy to do with them. That's cool. I gotta say, you know, they they've been silent the whole time. This so is so let's let's let awesome. them go. Let's let them, let's let them go. And uh, so here on Mornings and Lone Star, uh, oh, was that a phone or was that a no? A that harmony was a pitch pipe. <laughs> okay. Just, I don't know what's going on. Uh, so we're gonna let them take it away. This is the Montgomery High School Choir. You can check them at Montgomery High School this weekend on Friday and Saturday. Uh, dinner and a show, seven p.m., twenty-four dollars. Or you can just go to the show absolutely free at 8.30, I believe. Uh, so we're going to let them kick it off. Ladies and gentlemen, the Montgomery High School Madrigal Singers and Choir. Singers, are you guys up for one more? Encore! All right, Encore. Go ahead. Ding 
folks man that was exciting if you're just now joining us we're going to be podcasting and put all this stuff on youtube that was the montgomery high school madrigal singers and choir they're going to be performing this weekend on friday december 15th saturday december 16th at 7 p.m with a dinner and a show that's 24 dollars at the door or online and then uh, if you don't want to have dinner with these f- people which you should uh right? you can show up at 8 30 uh, and enjoy the show. And yeah, you're uh, a lot more than awesome. That was awesome. That Rick. was fantastic. That was I, I want to wish you guys uh, good luck this week and break a leg or whatever the appropriate way break to leg, do it. Married. And uh, and we're gonna have to be closing the show early because there's 30 plus people in the studio. So we're gonna try to herd them out again. That is the Montgomery High School Madrigal Singers and the choir department. They're presenting the 11th annual Madrigal Dinner and Concert this weekend at Montgomery High School. Just look up Montgomery ISD for more information or Montgomery High School. And uh, thank you guys so much for coming in. Y'all did fantastic. We did get a listener wrote in on Facebook. What was that? Oh, that was, that was a growl. Uh, but uh, we did get a writer said, y'all, I did a good job making y'all sound good. So thank you to me. Yay. Yay, the engineer. Uh, <laughs> But uh, again, thank you so much for coming out. This uh, morning's Lone Star. We'll be back tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. On we the are, dot. We are sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. CleanSweepOfficeCleaning.com. And then, of course, Conroe Coffee. They make the coffee that Conroe loves to drink. So come on Visit in and have a thing. ConroeCoffee.com. Let me finish. I want that one to rhyme. Oh, okay. We'll work on that. Okay. But uh, enjoy today. Again, this show will be podcasted on our Google Play, iTunes channel. Look up Maureen's Lone Star. We do have YouTube. A YouTube video will be up very shortly. So stick around. We got great music coming up and a full lineup. IRLoneStar.com for more information, guys. So we'll be back tomorrow. Gone, gone with the wind. There ain't nobody looking back again. Gone, gone with the wind.
Thank you for checking out this production of Lone Star Community Radio. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station. Don't forget to check out this show and many others across the Lone Star Community Radio Network. Either live on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, the Lone Star Internet Radio app, or IRLoneStar.com's live audio stream, and on replay on podcast, Channel 12, Our City TV, and Conroe, or Channel 21, KVQT in Houston, and of course, their YouTube channel. This production is copyrighted and all rights are reserved by Lone Star Community Radio. Have a question regarding this program or other Lone Star Community Radio shows? Want to sponsor or start your own show? Call the station message line at 936-647-3776 or email the station at lscrstudios at gmail.com.